Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to No BS, your favorite fucking podcast that shows up when it wants to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You guys, I don't know what's up with us. I'm like, three weeks ago, I'm like, we're back and better than ever. <laughs> and then now we post randomly. You listen, if you guys are the real ones, you guys will stick around and just listen when we post. Life's crazy, <laughs> life's busy. But anyways, welcome back. I'm Louise. She's Daniela. Daniela, what's up? Nothing. Just, you know, thank you to everybody for listening to us. And like Luis said, we just post randomly. We're just, cuando nos, cuando <laughs> nos da la gana. Exactly. <laughs> but we just finished recording our episode where we talked about JLo getting married. Shocker. We talked about going out, getting drunk. We talked about Bad Bunny and all that good stuff. So check it out. In this episode, we're going to be recapping Beverly Hills, Atlanta, and... Dubai. Dubai. The disrespect. I, not me stuttering. Come on now. I totally forgot they existed for me. I mean, I watched the episode, but like right now you said Dubai and I was like, what? That's the thing? Like, want, want. Like, you guys, it's the first season. Give them a break. But um, yeah. before we dive right in, I don't think we've mentioned it since it was released or announced that my bestie, my homegirl, my the love of my life, Portia Williams joined the cast of real uh housewives ultimate girls trip so these ladies are currently filming i believe it was actually this week they're in thailand so the cast i don't have it in front of me but if i can think of on top of my head we have marisol from miami um alexia miami we have tinsley or no porsche is actually replacing (laughs) tinsley from new york we have leah from new york we have heather bad weather heather and whitney from salt lake city and i oh and giselle and candace from potomac it's gonna be chaotic it's good. <laughs> the one, the one thing that people are looking forward to, I will say, is Candace versus Portia because, as we know, Portia is besties with Monique Samuels, who dragged Candace season five of Potomac, and oh. Candace has had some words to say about Portia, and Portia oh. has some has had some uh, words to say about Candace. So that's what I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Well, also. Okay, first of all, I'm excited to see how these women mesh. Because, like, second season is Ex-Wives Club. First season was kind of, like, veterans. Like, you know, this season, it's very much, like, they don't, like, what's the tea? Like, what is that about? So the thing that I had seen, you know, I do my little research, aka looking at blogs, is that apparently season three was supposed to be besties. It was supposed to be dynamic duos, which is understandable when you have, you know, Alexia and Marisol and Bad Weather. But then you have Giselle and Candace and then Tinsley. And I guess I haven't seen, but I think aren't like Leah and Tinsley, like, aren't they cool? I would have done Leah and Tinsley and then Giselle Robin. Exactly. Or even Giselle and Ashley, the, the messy boots girls. Like, or what is shit. This? Giselle and Karen, bitch, aren't they friends? Kind Literally. Of like, that's weird to me. And then now there's like nobody there for Leah, nobody there for Portia. So I'm excited to see what the fuck this one's about. Because then <laughs> they can't even call it ex-wives club because Portia like is the only ex-wife. And, and then, let's be honest, she's going to make her comeback next season, putting it out there. Manifest, pretty manifest. sure. I mean, this bitch, the only reason she didn't come back is because the dentist shit like she knew these bitches were gonna ream her Simon oh the Simon shit see I got these bitches confused she's had so many she just has so many scandals I'm sorry Portia not the scandals (laughs) um I'm also excited because bad weather over here like 
apparently the they dynamic, not yeah they're not besties anymore because someone decides to be besties with lisa barlow who supports ted cruz hashtag we don't support ted cruz bitch so like i'm curious now is it gonna be kind of like like oh portia and candace have it out for each other uh whitney and heather have it out for each other do Giselle and one of the Miami bitches have it but out? Somehow they hate each other. Like, Does I'm Leah excited. have it out with one of these bitches? Like, is it kind of like uh, opposites or something? Like, yeah, is it? Is, people are saying dynamic duos. It's giving feud, if anything. It's giving feud. Yes, yeah, feud island. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Love to see it. I still need like an all stars, like wife competition like i need i'm waiting for a big brother survivor status like i want to see these bitches you have been voted off (laughs) the tribe has spoken get the fuck off our island because i feel like these ladies they're competitive i mean they're i feel like the show the premise of the show is kind of competitive and it has best house best man the most coins so i would definitely see a version of survivor with them like these bitches and it'd get messy i'd love it It'd be like, the best thing ever. Bravo, where do I pitch my idea? Let's go. Literally. Oh, my God. Pay us our coin. Exactly. But um, enough about that. Let's dive right in because Beverly Hills, not going to lie, I feel like this was a boring episode. What did it you think was, of it? It was frustrating. I'm telling you, fucking Beverly Hills frustrates me all the time. And people are like on social media. No, we need to get rid of A, B, C, D, E, F, G because it's too dark now. Beverly Hills has never been light. <laughs> i mean season what season two like i don't want to talk about it but literally like season one sisters like fighting over their dead mother's house season two like suicide like like suicide season three um season three i guess was kind of light but then you have like camille like the whole like kind of brandy shit with yeah it's never been light so i'm just like at this point, they're just known for never having like lighthearted season. <laughs> they say they want to have fun. Where's the fun? Because where's the fun? Because you bitches are like catty, annoying, and like, you <laughs> don't let anybody else like have a moment. You have to protect each other. And ugh. literally, so diving right in. Um, last week it was Sutton versus Diana. It was just a mess. We have Kyle and Diana questioning, kind of slash making fun of Sutton's miscarriages, or at least that's how I interpreted. Diana's being fake, Lisa's pressed, and Garcelle feels like Kyle jumped ship. That was a lot of info. What did you make of last week's episode where Diana was, excuse my language, was being a total bitch? She, like, I just don't get how, and I'm glad that social media is kind of, like, on the same, like, opinion as us. I just don't get how anybody could like her. Like, it's, it's not getting relatable. Like, she's not. She's, like, Sian is is clumsy with her words, but I was just so taken aback, like by her attitude, like, oh, you had a miscarriage, or those your tears, or the like, that's, it's not, you're not. She's like inhumane, like the things that come yes. out of her mouth. She says Sian is stupid, and she's clumsy she... with the words. What are you then, ma'am? Because you say the most atrocious, like despicable no. things. And she hides behind, like, she reminds me of Yolanda Hadid in the way that, like, they hide behind their like foreign identity like they'll be like oh i'm so i'm bad with my words like because english isn't my first language so that's why i get to be rude and like condescending and racist and you know like and again i don't don't mean to sound problematic but ma'am like all these countries because she says she's traveled the world and she's been living x y and z not cultured at all i'm like weren't the places you're living in or you when you were growing up weren't they like like, english native like they all spoke english like what are you talking about what do you mean you're clumsy 
she just she reminds me of kind of like especially with her lip licking which she, lip people have been saying code word that she's been in the snow she loves to go to the snow because all that people who do snow uh they do that a lot apparently <laughs> oh my god that's so funny allegedly she does it you know allegedly, allegedly. okay sorry, sorry allegedly and allegedly she's like a pimp so like i don't know allegedly <laughs> allegedly <laughs> yeah so these bitches are arguing moving on they're having their little dinner at Sutton's house and they face him mm-hmm. when Sutton's bumble matches. Did you feel like this was fake or they were being extra or like, does she really like this man? Like, what's up? I was just kind of like, can you guys not? This is so cringe. I just couldn't. It was so cringy. I had to fast forward. I was like, I don't want to see you bitches like FaceTiming a man who does not want to be on camera. Literally. Literally. Like nobody cares. And like, if they were more genuine with Sutton, like if I genuinely believe that they like Sutton, I'd be okay with it. Like if it was a Garcelle or like, um, well, Dory doesn't really have a genuine relationship with Sutton. If it was Garcelle, it'd be different. Like if it was just Garcelle. They were putting on for the cameras. They were trying to yes. be, it's like when they try oh to God. be light and yes. funny, it, it doesn't hit. Because <clears throat> it's not genuine. It's not exactly. sincere. Garcelle notices that Erica uh, was supposed to be on one drink and now she's on drink three. Uh, Erica apologizes to herself, which, you know, I can't, I'm not a stan. Obviously, I can't stand her. But I will say it felt genuine. um, Despite telling her son to fuck off, she said she was sorry and she was wrong, which I love. We love accountability. Yes, because she didn't use that phony apology where it's like, I'm sorry you felt that way. Like, she was like, no, I knew I did wrong and I'm sorry about that. And I was just like, great, perfect. Like, nobody else speak right now. Which I like how... Exactly. I like how they're getting along. It's like whatever, you know, mending fences, whatever you, whatever many yeah. friendships. And then, <clears throat> and then Garcelle goes, also, there needs to be a, a balance between medication and alcohol. And Kyle with her dramatic, like, did, was she in drama? Was she in theater as a kid? Because her over the top reactions kill me every time. She's overreacting. And Garcelle's like, like this, bitch. What is this? What is this? I'm talking to her. I'm not talking to you. Do you think when you're in Housewives, you know, the world of Housewives or any Bravo show, really, those dynamics, is it okay for you to speak out when no one's speaking to you? Or do you feel like, bitch, no, like know your place, step back? No, yeah, like definitely speak up and because you want you want to like contribute to the drama. But I love it when housewives speak out against that one and be like, who the fuck invited you into this conversation? And like nobody ever does that. So I love that Garcelle's like, who is talking to you, bitch? Like who said your name? Nobody. Nobody said Kyle. Kyle's just such a little sister, and I can say that because I'm a little sister. Like she needs to be the alpha in the group. I'm the middle child, so I can't relate. Um, <laughs> you know what I did like though? I like the perspective and the the role that Cherie is playing right now. Because although she's Garcelle's yes. friend, she's like Garcelle. She has this point. You have this point. Let's yes. meet in the middle. Like let's go. So we need that with these catty bitches. Like we need someone to be level headed. Because she's also like not. She's still having Garcelle's back. Because she's not being like, she's not throwing Garcelle under the bus or anything, but she's able to kind of tell the other ladies, no, 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 we hear you, we hear you, like, don't worry. Exactly. But just so you know, like, she has a point too. Yes, I love Cherie. <laughs> I need her to be full time. Like, I, give Diana a fucking diamond to Cherie. Like, what the fuck? Say mine. I was gonna say, we wanted Cherie and we got Diana. Like, Want mom, bravo, get it together, which. I don't want to harp too much on this because, you know, I feel like some people probably think you guys always go to the negative, to the worst. What do you make of her comment, of Erica's comment by saying, um, 
I kind of understood what she was saying, but people took this as kind of like a microaggression when she said, your kids are so well-spoken, like they're not moody teenagers and they were not sulking in the corner. Like they were, they were hanging out with us and getting involved. Um, basically, you know, for her to say they're well-spoken, yeah. what imply, like, I don't know. It makes you think, well, did you think that they're not because they're black? Like, what did you mean by the comment? Or I, I didn't take it like that. I took it more like, Oh, well, because they were so well-spoken and they gave off like mature vibes. Like I felt like I could cuss at them when it's like, they're the same age as Portia. Would you cuss at Portia? Which that's the thing. People were stick like Leah from New York. I think she made a video being like, you guys are so we we get it that she crossed the line, but don't be fucking going to another kid's because people were going to Portia's Instagram. <laughs> I tell you to or- fuck off. <laughs> yes. Because Which, go. To, quote her, to quote her father, I thought that was funny. I thought that was great. <laughs> Literally like the double standard. Like I know, you know, there's a, a line and you shouldn't yes. cross. But when Kyle Dory, Dory, you're in that fucking same boat. Yes. Everyone is laughing, saying, ha-ha, I thought it was so funny. Let's see how you feel when people do it to you. No, I just don't like this whole thing about, no, she's light, she's free, she's having a good time. I love seeing her guards down. Okay. I think we all love to drink and have fun, but, like, I'm, like. You having it, fun should not impede on my yes. my fun. Like, what are you doing? Back up. You having fun should not be an excuse for you getting to be rude to people. Exactly. Like especially a 14 year old child. Like, like, ma'am, I'm surprised she didn't want to. I am surprised she didn't say, like, do you want to have a threesome? Because she was so inappropriate at the party. Because she was so inappropriate with Oliver. Like, hello. I mean, me with Oliver, too. No, just kidding. <laughs> I think, okay. Bye. Yeah, I didn't get like that whole part of it. Like, oh, I thought you were well spoken because you were a black boy. Like, no. I thought it was more on the other side where it's like, no, I thought I could speak to you like that because you're so well spoken. Yeah, I mean, like, P- some people took it as it was just like a comment. Other people took yeah. it as as that. You know, hey, I'm not here to I tell kinda, you how you feel. I like how like after everything happened with Diana, and then of course, um, spoiler alert, everything that happened with Rina, which um, when she kind of was like, "Oh, we call out Garcelle, we're racist." Like, Ugh. watch, go watch Dubai. I feel like she got let off the hook so easily for that, and I did not. So easy. That. I mean. As much as I love her, Brooks was like, she's, I'm pretty sure you saw the post where like, we have a conversation, we're all good. It's like, and I was like, no, no, I need her to be fucking called out on air. Like I need Andy to fucking call this bitch out because they're, her and Diana are getting away with a murder out here. And then Erica too, like, but I'm glad that like fans are also not standing by anymore. Like they're actually saying something like backing up Garcelle with her son and then fucking getting on Mauricio when he was saying things like, oh, I thought that was great. Like, it's not great. And it's not funny. Like, I think and I get it. I know a lot of people, a lot of times people are like, a lot of the time people are like, you know, it's just a TV show. It's real like TV. It's all scripted. It's supposed to be fun drama. Like you guys are reacting like, no, uh, people like these are, it's the real lives. You don't know what, like, I mean, I'm sure the kid, I'm sure Garcelle's son took it as like, this bitch is stupid fucker. But yes. if it was somebody else, you don't know how people are going to react. Like how people are but so also, considerate of Portia's feelings of, oh my God, that's messed up. Like what? Geez. Be considerate. Like, stop going to hurt her, her page. I think with, um, with Garcelle's son, I think what happened also, like when he went up to her, like, yeah, he might've blown off Erica's words. Like, okay, fuck this old white lady. Like, who cares? <laughs> but like, obviously Garcelle, famous or not, like their identity is like black first, you know? So to her, it's like, you need to treat my sons with respect because they're going out into this world where the a world does, that doesn't respect them. Like exactly. And you, somebody who I consider my friend, 
like you're gonna treat him with disrespect like fuck you bitch and i don't know like yeah he could easily be like okay like drunky pants over here like (laughs) Like, mom let's go you know but i think i like that she defended him like on tv and i know people can say like oh she did it for camera time no but like i think that's really important for like her to stand up for her kid because a lot of these housewives like on camera will literally like embarrass their children like by having sex talks on camera by like exactly but um yeah moving (laughs) Moving on on. to a lighter note garcelle goes shopping with her sons uh she's gonna buy shoes and again me talking about nothing but like people's ethnicity and race is it a is it is this a a poor thing or is this a people of color thing where she was like growing up i didn't have a lot so what are these shoes gonna do that they're costing 500 plus are they gonna wash the dishes are they gonna clean yes. the house like because that's totally i heard my mom when she said that like what what, what does this do for you besides they go on your feet what is it gonna do for you exactly oh my god when i fucking bought myself a coach bag in vegas and i came back and my dad was like okay <laughs> is that gonna keep you warm like did you fill up your tank bitch i don't literally. know literally like, i was like dad but it's cute you know i think it is kind of like a, a poor people thing like or growing up poor like or growing up with not enough like you're kind of like you go one of two ways and i think ourselves very much um frugal like girl you have the money like get yourself because okay, that's bag. the thing um not to cut you off she talked about how growing up she didn't have a lot and now that she's you know an older mother she's divorced she has it but she feels like in general the cards are stacked against her and she's just trying to live her best life but maintaining you know she's not trying to on the on the streets of beverly hills like you know even even though that would never happen because she's booked and blessed but like yeah i i can see where she's coming from and i feel like again not to make this about race but like I feel from what I've seen, my experiences, I feel like why people spend their money more frivolously. And so maybe, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Take them or as you will. Also, like, look at the way that, like, the women who have, like, flaunted their wealth a little bit more. Look at how the cookie has crumbled for them. Ooh, like, There it is. Garcelle, I think Garcelle, she's very frugal in the way that, like, if it's not serving me any purpose, why am I going to do something? So like she invested in a in a beach house, right? But she's not gonna buy a beach house out of her means. She's gonna buy something that's gonna be better for her. She probably could have easily bought a beach house that was like fucking for already, sure. already like done. She didn't need to renovate. But I think she's investing in it because like that's her style. And I feel like I... I just love Garcelle. Like, I'm always... We, we love that for her. Like, Garcelle could literally, like, probably murder somebody on... She could television. slap me and she call me a bitch. Me. And yes, I was like, she, thank you. She could say I'm psychotic. Or, like, when she meets me, she could think that I'm super fucking boring. And I'd still love her. I'd still, like... We love that for her. <laughs> this probably has been... Um, this next scene, it was... Honestly, it was great. Maybe I was in my feels, but... I really enjoyed seeing Dorit's kids be with uh, Kyle's family. They were celebrating Hanukkah. When they asked Jagger, they're like, am I a Jagger stand? I think I am. Because he's clairvoyant. He knows what's up. He sees through the shade. They ask him, what is Hanukkah? And he goes on to explain it. And he's very well-spoken. You know, that's a recurring thing to say. Very well-spoken. Very enlightened. I don't know. You're, I feel like you're rolling your eyes. What did you make of this scene? So is Erica going to tell him to fuck off? 
oh there it is jagger fuck off (laughs) no um (laughs) it was a sweet moment um i love seeing kids i've always said you guys i was telling my siblings actually this uh i feel like i was put on this earth to be a father i love babies i love children i'm right if it wasn't for money with me literally if it wasn't for money i would have lots of kids already let's be honest i guess no i mean i like dorit's kids i like the scenes where dorit's like you see her being a mom just i'm telling you guys if it wasn't for pk and mauricio like me fucking no sabo kid over here like (laughs) if it wasn't for pk and mauricio like kyle and dorit this relationship would be non-existent yeah it's just not genuine like you're really telling me that like you guys are this close i don't think you are like i really don't i don't even see it i just i don't buy it i don't like it it almost seems like they can't stand each other like dorit can't stand kyle kyle can't stand kyle can't stand dorit yeah it's so fucking obvious but if it wasn't for their husbands like they probably wouldn't if they didn't have to see each other they probably wouldn't exactly next scene we have sheree kyle and garcelle they go out for drinks garcelle is over erica and she basically feels like she might have a i don't know if she feels like she has a drinking problem but she feels like something's creeping up. And Kyle, yeah. again, the dramatic, she's like, no, don't say that. See, I've learned from past experiences with my sister and Rena, and I'm just not going to go down that route. And she tells her to not use the word meds. And I'm like, we can call them pills. We can call them medication. We can call them, like, call them what you want. The thing, the why outcome is still you? the same. Did she explain why we can't call them or why she didn't want her? To no, but it's obvious that she just feels like it's a negative connotation. But ma'am, if you're taking drugs, you're taking medication with alcohol. That's not a good thing. But also, like, I feel like Kyle was trying to make it seem like Garcelle was coming from a bad place. And I'm like, no, the things that happened with Rena and your sister all came from Rena wanting to be a fucking bitch. Like, she's gossip about, gossiping about it to others, not for the well-being of your sister, but because... She wanted to gossip about it. She said you were that she's close to death and you're an enabler, but this is wrong. Like Kyle is yeah. so ass backwards. I don't get it. So like to me, it seems like Marcel's coming from a good place because she's trying to say, Oh, like if we don't talk to her or if we don't like reach out, this could snowball. Exactly. Like, I think that's what Garcelle was trying to say. But Kyle, of course, like can't get her head out of her ass. She's ready to fight. Um, But yeah, (laughs) just to wrap up this episode, we have a dinner between Sutton and Diana. And again, sorry to be rude, but Diana's a fucking bitch. She starts like she's very like patronizing and like sarcastic. And she's not not a good time, man. But it doesn't it doesn't land like her sarcasm doesn't land. Her her condescendingness doesn't land like perfect word. It's just her like she's just coming off like rude. Like you're not even coming off like as you're defending yourself. Like you're just coming off like a bitch. Like and here's the thing I can which is kind of bad sometimes I can excuse someone being a bitch if they're witty, if they're funny, if they're there's some like smart intention with your joke or your humor or your just your personality. But this girl just reeks of bitch her aura is just that's all i get she's icky and i knew it before she even came out with that whole like um black content content um comment like girl i knew it before that like her aura is just icky 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 people are saying we'll wrap this up people are saying that they have a feeling she's not going to be a one season wonder because she's so problematic but if bravo wants to keep their viewership up they need to drop her asap i think he needs to say something about it like 
they I just don't think they could keep her on. Like Rina, you could excuse the Dubai comment. Like you can't excuse it, but people will because exactly. it's Rina. But I feel like that you can't like and like things that she said about Garcelle afterwards, like with Haiti and stuff, like to say that like I've donated money to your country since you're so you're so informed you're informed just, about me. Talk about it all. It's, no. And she's boring. Like I really don't. I'm like, I forgot she was even in this episode. Besides being bitchy and licking your lips, what are you bringing to the show? You're not bringing anything. I really think she was like a friend of, and then the whole Kathy Hilton shit happened. And they were like, oh, Which shit, we need to we're going to get her uh, next week. I'm super excited, as you can. Ugh. Super excited. <laughs> Enough about those hosts. <laughs> Moving on to, I would say, my favorite ladies, but Porsche's not on. And so are they really my favorite? Um, the queens of Atlanta. Let's dive right in. So Kenya and Candy have a mommy date with their little girls, which I think is super sweet. I will say when Kenya is mommy mode, she's on it. Um, they talk about Kenya's hair care because apparently she's having like shipping and importing issues. And they talk about Marlo's actions lately and how she's been towards her nephews. Mm-hmm. What I mean, what was your take on that? Like, are they concerned or are they spiteful, bitchy? Um, I don't know. When it comes from Kenya, I'm just like, it's not coming from a place of concern. Like, you don't really care about these boys. Like, if it was anybody else, I might be like, okay, they're talking out of concern. But to me, it's like, I think you guys are just gossiping. Mm-hmm. That's same, 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 same. Marlo and her sister Crystal uh, go up to the boys' room and inspect it. It's dirty. There's food. There's clothes everywhere, and there's literally a hole in the wall. And you guys, I've—I'm not going to say I'm innocent. I myself have gone angry to the point where I've been a mess, and I—I I think I punched a hole on in the door. And trigger warning, abuse. Uh, not trigger warning. Um. I got my ass beat with the belt. So am I saying was that the right thing to do? No, but I will say I learned from the experience and I never did it again. Um, but when this kid, I mean, I don't know. He's, I guess he, I understand why he's acting out. Yes. But like, sir, Marlo, from what we're, what we're seeing, she's giving you everything. So is punching a hole in the wall necessary? I don't know. But I feel I gotta play like me playing devil's advocate. Is she giving them everything? She's giving them material things true but then like crystal said she's still talking bad in front of them like you i'm so tired of y'all and i know like being a mom is hard being a parent being a guardian is hard so like i get it when she does say that but it's like and that's not their fault you know true so i get that like i feel like yeah you're giving them everything but maybe like crystal said get him in some anger management classes get him into some therapy that'll help him and also to add to your point the sister did mention that she feels like there needs to be a bit more a bit more structure so i can only imagine if you're a a young kid and you're getting all these materialistic items and then there's no structure you're gonna be like the world is mine i can do what the fuck i want so i guess marlo is you know she's to blame for that um and then marlo i felt bad because i don't know if she's putting on for the camera but Mm -hmm. she's like i'm stressed and i like do you do you think i'm doing bad and then the sister was like, you're not doing bad because, you know, the best thing that you could have done is take them in and like raise them. But yeah. they don't need to be hearing things like I'm tired of them or yeah. I don't need to take care of them. Like, that's yeah. that's fucked. Like, what? I That's why I don't agree when people are like Marlo only took her nephews in so she could get a peach. She had her nephews way before talks of her getting a peach were even on the table. So I think that's what bothers me because I'm like, you guys are acting like 
like Marlo thought this was going to be like a walk in the park, which we learned she, this is not her first time taking guardianship of people, you know, exactly. So taking guardianships of, of someone. So I feel like people just, they want to hate on Marlo just to hate on Marlo. And I'm just like, <laughs> which, yeah, she could word it, word it a little bit better, but I'll, I'll say it now. And I've said it before in other episodes, Marlo, the way people are viewing Marlo as like, she's just, just horrible. Excuse me. She's this horrible, bitchy, like terrible human. That's how I view Kenya. And the, it's funny that these people who view Marlo as this are just happen to be Kenya fans. And it's like, we can have multiple villains, guys. Like, let's be honest. You want to let us play that game. If we're going to be labeling people, you're <laughs> going to tell me that Kenya is a great person in comparison to Marlo. They're both um, Aquarius. So they're literally the two sides of the same coin. Exactly. <laughs> So they're going on their little trip to distress because Marlo needs it right now. Um, they start getting on the road with their bougie ass cars. We have a 2022 Rolls Royce and then we have a 2022 Aston Martin DVX, whatever that means. <laughs> Candy's triggered because they won't let her eat in the car. She's and- so mad, like for no fucking reason. So Drew, Candy, Manietta safe for an hour and they decided to eat their wings which shout out to marlo she got them wings from olg um it's funny because i did see a tweet last night saying that candy said yeah the driver was mad at us because apparently she had plans that night but we needed to eat so she had to wait is this a moment where it's like you bitches are extra or hey i'm gonna be staying and eating my wings and you gotta wait what which side are you on i'm on like yeah i'm gonna eat my wings and wait since you told me i can't eat in the car because by the time I fucking get there, it's going to be cold. But like, also, I think this goes back to that joke that everybody has where it's like, damn, Candy, like do something else on camera other than like eat. Like, <laughs> come on, bitch. And I'm just like, you're really mad that they didn't let you in the car. Like, whose fault is that? And when she's like, well, you already know how this trip is going to go. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're so annoying. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, which I don't want to take us off track, but I saw a tip that said that Phaedra's coming back and Candy's going to leave because of it. But hey, these tips, you know, anyone can send them in. We'll see if that's true. Allegedly, um, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> they go out for dinner. Kenya pops up, even though she said she wasn't going to go. Um, She tells them that she's going to stay in a separate house because she has her daughter with her or whatever. And Marla straight up says, I don't want you hanging out with us if you're not going to uh, spend the night with us. So you can leave. You don't need to be here. I lived. I was enjoying that. I was just like, their whole, every time they fucking argue, I'm just like, you guys are literally the same person, I guess. <laughs> Me watching myself argue, literally. The level of petty is at 100. The um, level they petty. try to have a civil conversation. Kenya feels like Marlo's insecure. I mean, uh, insincere and a liar. She yeah. says that she's done with her, no more chances. Marlo says that Kenya's a liar. She lied about being sick. And the it's, comments that kind of got me was uh, were when Marlo said, you know, you talk about how I've been to jail, to prostitution. And since you're so great, be that role model to me because I look up to you like you're so well spoken. There's that term again. You're so great. Be there for me, like support me. And, then, and I'm like, this no. is so like passive aggressive. Marlo does not give and a fuck. At the end when she's like, when she goes, um. And maybe I'm not explaining myself right because, like, you know, I'm not, oh my God, my microphone. Like, <laughs> I'm not as, um, I'm not as well spoken as you. Like, you already know me. Like, you know, I'm dumb. Like, I was just like, uh, <laughs> you're so, like, woe is me. I, 
it was literally watching myself on camera she's so like, extra I'm just, and i'm that toxic and extra like i was gonna say i was living for it because i feel like i'd be like that like if you want to be petty let's be petty, let's be petty. i'll be i think you're the greatest person alive like <laughs> uh, yeah i'm a dipshit like yeah like i'm in the gutter like, while you're a pageant queen like just you know teach me guide me but um <laughs> since it you was, know everything it was a mess. I can't wait till they continue to argue. I live for it. I know. Um, oh, God, I love them. Overall, it was an okay episode. We saw the, what is it, the preview for next episode. And this is a moment, because, you know, I'm a dramatic ass bitch. This is a moment that I've and been waiting Drew for. Stan. Drew finally just musters up the courage to just be as petty as Fatum is. Um, and she grabs a dog bone, chucks it at her, and says, fetch, doggy, earth, earth. Yeah. I am going to download that herb, herb sound and use it so when bitches come for me, I live, I live. Do you care for the for their drama or are you for like the Drew over it? for the Drew well, Fatum drama? Because I love Drew's screen time. Like when she's not obsessing over Ralph over here, I like Drew's screen time when she's having fun. So yes, I do live for the Drew Fatum drama, but I'm also kind of like pack it up and move along. No, just kidding. That's Leave what my I'm girl telling, Drew alone. Uh, yeah, like because we didn't obviously we didn't recap last episode but but tomb just like is she trying to get a peach does she want camera thirsty. time it was what, getting thirsty what's the like correlation for you to just be yeah. so invested like she's drew's making fun of her and poking fun saying she's a stalker but it's kind of i'm getting those vibes um with atlanta i've always noticed like their friend ofs are never like official official so like when Moneyetta is there or like batum like i'm just like they come out of nowhere Meanwhile, exactly. like Kathy Hilton and like Sutton got a full on like introduction. I think the only person who even still now that you make that point didn't get the official, t- <clears throat> excuse me, official title of friend of is um, Shamia. I feel like she's always there. You're going to see her. I don't know. But again, that that raises the question. Why are these um, white uh, girls getting official titles? And because when they make oh. the uh, cast announcement, you get. Kathy Hilton's back, uh, Cherie's yeah. back um, yeah. <laughs> as official friend of, and then in Atlanta, they're just like, oh, well, they'll be here. Enjoy them. Showed I guess. Up for filming. It's whoever showed up. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But, anyways, that wraps up Atlanta. Let's, we got to finish strong because Danielle is like sleeping on me. She's like, can we wrap oh this up? Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> Dubai, Dubai, Dubai. I feel like at this point, we have like three episodes left. Like, it's their first season. It's going to be a short one. But uh, let's dive right in. Jan is shopping with Brooks. Uh, Brooks talks about her parenting style. She's like, I'm very militant. Um, she says that Jan is annoying, but she likes her because they're sisters. That, that's the kind of bond they have. Do yes. you think this is a real friendship or it's just like we're filming together? I hate them. You know, I, I feel like they did. They are friends. Like, they're frenemies. They're going to be like the Giselle Karen, like, duo. If Ayan is brought back. Um, Stanbury, I, Stanbury is an ambassador of a hotel. And we see Sergio uh, asking for Tiki Tiki, which is sex. He's like, we need Tiki Tiki. We need Tiki Tiki night. He's cringe. <laughs> I can't with him. Their wedding day is coming. I feel like that's going to be the finale. But uh, anyways, their, fina- their wedding day is coming. Are we excited? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Nina, Stanbury, and Lisa hang out for high tea. Lisa and Ayan want to set Stanbury straight. They're like, listen, you keep grouping us. We have our own mind. We have our own brain. We're individuals. You need to stop. 
Sanbury kind of apologizes. She, of course, like uh, Vanderpump, blames it on her British yeah. humor with the whole "I hope they, I hope they suck your dick tonight." Like, ma'am, ma'am, was <laughs> not you trying to be funny. That was you being a bitch. That was you being passive aggressive. Listen, if you were in that situation, would you, would you pass it off as humor, as a joke, or was it like too vulgar no. for you? It was. Not even vulgar. It's just like, girl, you know, ain't nobody wants to suck your man's dick. Like, calm down. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, who knows? He Ooh. gives me, um, I'm going to cheat on her vibes. I'm a scandalous guy that's going to come out I later. Just, and I don't like that they have to do everything together. Like, oh, he had to go to your hen party. Oh, he had to go to Brooks's party. Like, that's get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> I did notice that now that you mentioned it, when you said that, I immediately thought of their the pool party that Brooks had, which we'll get into. But um, it's like, sir, do you have a job? Maybe these rumors of her taking care of you are true. true. I don't know. <laughs> hey, love is love, as J Lo said. <laughs> um, they end on a good note. Love that for them. We g- <sighs> people listening are probably like, you're so fucking annoying. We kind of see Ayan's apartment for a second, for a split second. You know, I told you that the street, a.k.a. Brooks, I think has said that she lives in a not so nice area. She's living above her means. I did can. you see her apartment? Because we saw some plants. I did not see her. I like I didn't gauge that. I didn't fucking. You weren't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Are they boring you that much? Okay, honestly, Dubai, I s- kind of snooze through. But I get it. It's their first season. Because Salt Lake City, I was the same way. I think it's just the getting to know these ladies. Yeah, we're tired of, this is me, this is my man, this is my kids. Like, drama. Where is it at? Like, where are the trials? Where are the... These people... <laughs> Ooh, good luck, Shaw, because she <laughs> is going to jail. Good luck. <laughs> and oh. they ain't waiting for you like they did with Teresa, girl. Oh, there it is. Sarah, these people are just ambassadors for everything. So Sarah is an ambassador for Global Citizen, the, the gala. Um, Basically, they want to make the world a better place. So Ayan and Sarah hang out. And basically, Ayan feels like Sarah has this Jesus, you know, holier-than-thou complex. Because Sarah's just like, you know, growing up, I was this way. And I'm on this way. Um, There's still time for you to be like me. And I love Sarah. But I would have been like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> like, what did you think of her you- basically saying, you can still be great like me. There's time. Yes. Okay. Sarah gives me like, um, because I just watched Mean Girls too. Like, I'm sorry that everybody hates me. I can't help it that I'm so popular. Like, <laughs> And it's funny because I love that character. So I definitely love Sarah for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Um, moving on. Brooks has her pool party, which for no apparent reason, you know, we got to film a scene. So, hey, let's have a pool party. Ayan thinks that Sarah has a Jesus complex. She talks about it again and again. Um, was Brooks drunk or was she? Does she just seem like a little over top? She's like, is that Sergio? Sergio, like, come up. At the pool party, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, girl, like, I feel like she was trying to be extra. And I don't know if that's just her, but. Or maybe because her two besties from. Oh, that's true. Where she's from. From From Yeah, yeah. yeah, Massachusetts. Wherever, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like something was up, though, because even at her dinner party later, which I'm sure you'll get into. Ooh. So yeah, Brooks has her pool party and there's a lot of emotions everywhere. Brooks is on another level. Uh, Nina starts crying because her father's in the hospital and she feels like she has to be strong for everyone. And not only is he in the hospital because of COVID, she said that he's like on the opposite of the world. So like she can't be with him. And it was odd. 
it's just a whole lot. It's just what it was giving like Nina, like you want camera, like you want camera time. Well, I mean, if it was fresh on her mind and she just had gone no, to call or something. Odd. I'm sorry. I was just like, what's wrong right now? You're like, we're at a pool party, bitch. Swim. <laughs> no, I just this is another like red flag I had with Sergio when they were like, oh, she's crying. And they were like, go listen, go listen. And I'm like, not him being like a puppy dog. Like, I mean, is he fighting for his coins? Because, you know, they carry coins in uh, Dubai. Does he want some coins to be in the... <laughs> You want to be housewife? You want the whole (laughs) coin. I'll quickly gloss over this scene because I didn't care for it. Sergio apparently, no. So Sergio's dad offered him money to leave Stanbury because Stanbury is, you know, with her daughter and her dad talking about the wedding is coming. The wedding is coming. I mean, she seems like, is she invested in this relationship, this marriage? Because she seems like one foot out the door. She's just so negative. She's like, I just felt like at my first wedding, I did this, this, and this. And it's like, if he's like, if your values, what you guys want is not matching up. Like he wants kids. You don't, you already said he's going to take care of that kid. Like he wants to sit with his family. You don't, he wants his family to meet your family. You don't like, (laughs) you obviously don't give a fuck bitch. And I don't think I could be with somebody like, I don't think I could be with somebody like, or even like, okay, me currently, I don't know what love is. I've never been in love. If you love someone, you'll do those things because you care about them. Show him that you care. Right now, she's just giving like, I don't give a fuck vibes. And it's not, it's cringe to watch. I don't like it. It's just, no, yeah. It's kind of sad. Like, even though I I can't fucking stand him. It's like, girl, do you even, can you fucking stand him? <laughs> like Exactly. Oh, gosh. Um, Next final scene. They have a little dinner. Brooks invites Sarah over because she wasn't at the pool party. And they talk about Adam and how Brooks is raising him. And we kind of talked about her parenting style before where she was kind of not, I wouldn't say like a helicopter mom, but she kind of yes. was like, are they bullying you? Are you okay? When it was main, yes. honestly like a probably a little argument. Um, Brooks pops off. She's like, well, before she pops off, she's like, Sarah, what is your opinion on boarding school? And Sarah breaks it down. And she's like, I don't care for it. It's not, it's for parents who don't have time for their children. And Sarah feels like Brooks needs to be closer to her son. And this is where the friend starts instigating her two besties are there. One of them starts instigating Uh, Brooks pops off. She's like, listen, you're my friend. Have some fucking respect. This is too much. Don't be talking about how I'm raising my kid. She kind of pops off on Sarah. It's a whole, a lot of emotions. Before I spill the tea, what do you make of that? I'm like, then don't ask me my opinion. Don't ask me my opinion, bitch, if you're going to get mad. I like, this is what I mean. Like going back to like Garcelle defending her son on camera. I like that. Meanwhile, over here, Brooks, like, has to talk about, like, the most uncomfortable talk- topics with her son. And then on top of that, we are in on a secret that he doesn't even know about, that he's going to boarding school. Oh, and she's God. over here like, oh, it's like overnight camp. And people are telling you that it's not like overnight camp. Like, you're asking for people's opinion. And then you get mad when Stanbury says, it's not like overnight camp. Like, I'm literally still traumatized. Yeah, because we didn't... Just, like, well, that was Stanbury's experience, not Adam's. <laughs> like, then don't fucking ask for opinions. Like, I, I just, I hate to say it. I'm not saying she's a bad mom. I just think, like, she is not thinking of her son's best interest. And I think to her, it's, like, all about appearances. Like, oh, let me send my son to boarding school so that, like, I seem like, 
like I did the very best for him when it's like the very best for him could have been staying home with you like I mean I can't say any better no yeah um you make a good point I didn't mention it earlier but she did ask you know she talked about it with Stanbury and if you have Sarah and now Stanbury like take a hint clearly it's not a good thing if these people if I have more than one person tell me that I shouldn't do something then I probably shouldn't fucking do it and I feel like she's gonna do it anyways and the only person who's gonna be like hurting in this situation is her son is her son yeah and then there's resentment like Brooks get it together a few seasons down the line we're gonna be like Adam chose to stay with his dad because you know like literally oh no it seems like she very much wants like a yes man like she wanted Stanbury and Sarah like to agree with her so then she could validate what she wants to say but it's like they're not they're trying to tell you that it's not a good idea but you don't want to hear it because you want to hear somebody tell you it's a good idea so you're waiting for that one person to say hey it's a good idea so then you can say okay see you guys I told you it's a good idea like (laughs) I, I, I do see how you're saying about her personality. It's very like, I don't want to say abrasive. It's very like head bitch in charge. Like she wants yes. it her way. Take it or leave it. I just didn't like how she spoke to her friend either. When And her friend was like, you're going to respect me. Like, what the fuck are you doing talking to me like that? And Which like, well, how dare you? Great uh, segue. So apparently I follow her on Twitter. I saw her talk about how she explained that her friend thought he was doing her a favor. He went into the scene thinking, this is what the show is about. It's about drama. It's about doing the most, about fighting and arguing. So what he did was he knew that his comments were going to irritate her. He knew that she was going to pop off. So he kept prodding, he kept prying, and he kept picking at her. She told him off camera, she's like, when we were done filming that, I was triggered and we talked about it. And he said, you know what? I'm sorry. I wasn't aware that that this is not how the show goes. Like, I thought I was doing you a favor by making you pop off. And I told yeah. him, that's not what we do. Other, She threw shade. She was like, I think she said other people might do that, but that's not what we're doing. So, you know, in the future, be as open and honest as you can if you're with me. And yeah, bottom line, he was trying to help create a moment for her, which didn't land wow. well. King, you better do that for me when I'm a housewife. Okay, nice. I'm trying to create a moment. You guys heard that? So when I pop off on her or I make her pop off, she's not dragging me through the mud. But um. <laughs> Overall, it was an okay episode. It was good. Yeah. Um, in in comparison to other shows, it's not giving. So, because I'm kind of waiting for these ladies to wrap it up, because I need my Potomac and I need my Salt Lake City women. So, I, I pack it up for an, for their first official international franchise. I'm kind of like not let down because it is kind of a breath of fresh air when it comes to like the annoyance that is Beverly Hills, <laughs> but like. Right now, it's only Brooks, uh, Lisa, and Ayan who, like, are giving moments. Yeah, there's no, like, when you think about certain shows and certain seasons, you think, like, this was the main uh, storyline. This was a big yeah. uh, scandal. Here, it's like, what are we talking about? This boring wedding that's... Yeah, that's not even, like, is this marriage going to last? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, that wraps up this episode of Reality TV Recaps. Um, no BS with Luis and Daniela. Daniela, any final words before we sign off? Um, you know, just thanks for bearing with us, you know, for sporadically uploading. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, thank you guys for showing us love, for listening. I'm Luis, she's Daniela, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.